This is an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, March 21st, 2015. This week in security news, starting first in the Middle East. On Monday, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding new statements coming from ISIS threatening to attack the White House Big Ben at the Palace of Westminster in London, as well as the Eiffel Tower in Paris. In a new 28-minute Arabic-language audio message posted to the Internet, ISIS spokesman Abu Muhammad al-Adnani warned Jews and Christians that they could either convert to Islam or pay the ultimate price when your armies are expelled from Muhammad's peninsula, from Jerusalem, and all Muslim lands. He went on to say if Jews and Christians continued on their current path, they would soon regret having done so and would be incapable of preventing the surge to the caliphate. Al-Adnani also indicated that ISIS has major plans— Quote, we want Kabul, Karachi, Riyadh, Tehran, Baghdad, Damascus, Jerusalem, and Cairo, Sana'a, Doha, Abu Dhabi, and Amman. The Muslims will return to power to be the vanguard and to lead in every place. Moving next to Syria, on Tuesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified regarding reports of Syrian air defenses having shot down a U.S. military aircraft. At the time of our alert message, minimal details were available as to the type of aircraft or the precipitating events. Since that time, it has emerged that the aircraft was a Predator drone operated by the U.S. European Command flying a mission out of Turkey. The incident represents the first downing of a U.S. military aircraft since the beginning of the Obama administration's campaign in Syria and occurred near the coastal city of Latakia, directly east of the northern tip of Cyprus. Reuters quotes a Syrian military official as stating the aircraft was brought down with a rocket from a Syrian air defense installation while coming in over the Mediterranean. While the Pentagon acknowledges that a drone did go down, they have declined to publicly state what caused the plane to crash. Next up is Tunisia. On Wednesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a warning from the U.S. Embassy in Tunis advising American citizens traveling to or in the country to exercise extreme caution following a terror attack on the popular Bardo Museum in the capital. Late this week, the Islamic State formally claimed responsibility. 20 foreign tourists, mostly Europeans, were killed in the attack. While this is the worst terror incident in the country since a 2002 suicide bombing in the city of Jirba, it is important to note that Tunisians make up a significant contingent of the foreign fighters currently operating in Syria, Iraq, and Libya. According to an Islamic State spokesman in an audio message posted to the Internet, we tell the apostates who sit on the chest of Muslim Tunisia, wait for the glad tidings of what will harm you, O impure ones. For what you have seen today is the first drop of the rain. The U.S. Embassy in Tunis is reminding U.S. citizens of the importance of the increased vigilance and the need for caution while in the country, and in particular, while visiting public venues frequented by large number of foreigners, such as hotels, shopping centers, and tourist sites. Turning next to Iran, get ready to be angry. In a stunning move which has many in the U.S. military and intelligence communities shaking their heads, Despite being responsible for the killing of hundreds of U.S. Marines, giving sanctuary to numerous members of al-Qaeda, and providing arms, financing, training, and other means of facilitating terror-related activities to numerous groups, it was revealed this week that the Obama administration has removed Iran from the list of state sponsors of terrorism. Why would he do this? One glaring reason is optics. It would look pretty bad for President Obama to ink a nuclear deal which ultimately allows Iran a pathway to developing nuclear weapons if they were still listed as a state sponsor of terrorism. Being on the list also means a host of economic and trade sanctions. So what is the solution? Simply remove them from the list. 
We remind listeners that Iran was behind Hezbollah's bombing of the U.S. Marine barracks in Lebanon in 1983, which killed 241. The 1985 hijacking of TWA Flight 847 from Cairo to San Diego, during which U.S. Navy diver Robert Stetham was murdered, and the 1988 capture, brutal torture, and hanging of U.S. Marine Colonel William R. Higgins. Then we have the estimated 1,000-plus U.S. soldiers killed in Iraq by Iranian proxies. In 2007, during hearings before Congress, then-Army General David Petraeus testified that Iranian Republican Guards could forces have been providing training, equipment, arms, and funding to terrorists in Iraq. Then there is the ongoing influx of funding, weapons, and training provided by Iran to Syrian government forces and Iran's backing of the Houthi rebels who bought down the government in Yemen just weeks ago. And this week, in an article appearing in the Washington Post, David Petraeus argues that the foremost threat to Iraq's long-term stability and the broader regional equilibrium is not the Islamic State, but rather the Iranian-backed Shia militias. And finally, to this very day, Iran continues to declare they ultimately seek to destroy the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. In the end, the removal of Iran from the list of state sponsors of terrorism is a stunning development which will have dramatic global and regional implications for U.S. citizens and interests and that of our allies. You can find much more on these stories in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. It's completely free. As always, Alert USA continues to closely monitor developments in this region as well as its impact on the domestic terrorism threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers of changes in the overall threat picture as it applies to U.S. citizens and interests as events warrant. In a brief European update, as Alert USA has been reporting for a number of weeks, the massive buildup of U.S. and NATO forces in Eastern Europe continues, as do similar efforts on the part of Russia. This week, Russia launched SNAP military exercises spanning all nine time zones, including the Volga region, Urals, western Siberia, the Far East region and the Pacific, the northern Caucasus, and along the border of NATO member states from the Arctic all the way through to the Baltic and Black Seas. The drills began Monday under orders from Vladimir Putin and initially involved 40,000 troops, 3,000 vehicles, dozens of warships, and 110 aircraft. On Thursday, Russia's chief of the general staff, Valery Gerasimov, said that the number of troops taking part in the exercises has gone up to 80,000, and the number of aircraft participating in the exercises had increased to 220. This also includes the deployment of Tu-22M3 nuclear-capable bombers to Crimea. Alert USA urges listeners to keep this region on their radar and to take these developments seriously. A very dangerous situation is unfolding in Eastern Europe with more than 200,000 military personnel, hundreds of aircraft, and literally every other modern implement of war involved in complex, aggressive military training exercises on land, sea, and in the air. Both sides are feeling the pressure. Both sides are feeling threatened. The potential for misinterpreting actions or even accidents are a high probability and could lead to the outbreak of hostilities. Here again, you can find much more in this story, including details of the U.S. deployment of Patriot missile batteries to Poland, Russia's deployment of nuclear-capable Iskander missile systems to Kaliningrad, which is located between Poland and Lithuania, in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. Alert USA continues to monitor developments in this region and will immediately notify service subscribers of changes in the overall threat picture as events warrant. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution and separate worldwide travel alert, there are currently 41 additional travel alerts and warnings for individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. If you are planning travel abroad, even to such common locations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, now more than ever, be smart about it and regularly check the U.S. State Department's travel website where information can be found about the security situation at your destination. 
This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, March 21st, 2015.